Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order, champion of equal rights. Valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice. Today there is great trouble brewing beneath the surface of the moon. But before we journey there to join Jimmy Olsen and his companions, let's join our friend Rusty, who's making a big announcement to his pal, Dan McCullough. And he's mighty excited about it. This is it, Dan. This is it. Isn't it the best Hey, hey, hey there now. Wait a minute. What is it? It's the very last comic button. I need to round out my collection. Mom opened a new package of Kellogg's Pep this morning, and there was a Superman button. A Superman button? But you already have one of those. Yeah, I know, but Pee-wee needs a Superman, and he has an extra Moon Mullins button to trade. And that's just the one I need to get all 18 comic buttons. Isn't that swell? Hey, it sure is, Rusty. Well, I strut around now with all these buttons pinned on my jacket. All of them. Think of it. You know what, Rusty? You're a mighty lucky guy. I sure am. I've been trying yes, to get... Yes, sir. The... You're a mighty lucky guy. Yeah. Say, why do you keep saying that? You're a mighty lucky guy. Well, you are, aren't you? To get your collection complete? Yeah, but you said that kind of funny. What do you mean? Well, you just stick around until Monday and listen to the big news I have for you then. What, Dan? What is it? Oh, no, no. I can't tell you now. But I will say this. When I spill that big news, all the fellows and girls who are collecting pep comic buttons are going to be mighty thrilled. So get busy, gang. Check up and see how close you are to getting all 18 buttons in this series. You know, these comic buttons are easy to get. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. All you have to do is to make sure Mom keeps stocked up on that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Because there's an exclusive prize in each package of P-E-P Pep. The sunshine cereal made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. When the strange city beneath the surface of the moon was surrounded by millions of savage, primitive red ants, Superman evacuated Jimmy Olsen, Poco, Professor Twiddle, and the curious little moon dwellers to a large tunnel. Blocking both ends of the tunnel, he began blasting a channel through the rock to a subterranean river, planning to flood the city and drown the ants. The little moon dwellers, however, who appeared to be half man and half monkey, became frightened by the blasting and started to bore through the walls of the tunnel with their long corkscrew noses. Before Jimmy and Poco could stop them, the floodwaters were pouring through the holes into the dark tunnel. As we continue now, Jimmy, Poco, and the professor seem hopelessly trapped as the water, still rising, swirls around their chests. Listen. Superman! Help! Superman! 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 Help! Superman! Why doesn't he come? He can't hear us. He must be too far away. But he's got to hear us. He's got to. I must return to Earth and write a book about our amazing experiences on the moon. Oh, that's fine. The water's almost up to our necks, and you're talking about writing a book. But I must write it. I simply must. I must inform the world that there's an atmosphere on the other side of the moon, and prehistoric winged mammals, and moon creatures, and... uh, 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 That's my soul, young man. What did you say about the water? I said it's almost up to our necks. Why, so it is. Bless my beard, it's all wet. I mean, my beard. In a moment more, we'll be... 
heavens alive, we won't be, will we? Oh, water, water, go away. Come again some other day. You might as well save your breath, Paul. Oh, it keeps getting higher and higher. Yes, my oh, James, my friend. We've reached the end. I, I guess we have, Paul. Go on. Sleep in lizards. Lizards? What about lizards? But the water. Lizards in the water? Oh, heavenly day. No, no. The water, it's going down. It, it is? Yes, it's going down fast, too. It's down to my shoulders already. Oh, you're right, you're right. Oh, what a delight. Why, yes, my dear, so it is. But, but what's making it go down? I don't know, but it is. Oh, boy, we're saved. We're saved. Oh, Professor Twiddle, it's down to my middle. This is amazing, really amazing. I must record this phenomenon. Uh, where's my notebook? My notebook, I say. Has anyone seen my notebook? Oh, has anyone seen my little moon dwellers? Or are they lost in these dismal cellars? I think they're hanging onto the vines that grow on the ceiling of the tunnel. Probably too scared to talk. What's that? That's my bed. Oh, well, oh, me. More misery. Relax, everybody. Oh, it's Superman. Yes, and the red ants are finished, so you can go back... Uh-oh, where did all this water come from? Well, the little moon dwellers got scared and bored holes in the tunnel trying to get out. What? I'm a nervous wreck. It was up to my neck. Well, it looks as if I'd blocked the river and deepened the moat just in time. The moat? Oh, oh, yes, the moat. What about the moat? I deepened it to drain the water off the city. Oh. Your uh, subject's houses are a little wet, Poco, but they'll dry out in no oh. time. Mere words can scarcely indicate how much we all appreciate what you have done to save us from these menaces so sinister. And as the king of all this land... I make you my prime minister. Well, thanks very much, Poco. You made me secretary of the interior. I guess we rate. Hey, what about the professor, Poco? Uh, I haven't given him any office yet. Pitch, tush, I haven't time to hold office. I must get back to earth and write my book. Gosh, I've got to get back, too. My mother must be worried about me. And Mr. White and Mr. Cannon and Miss Lane. What about you, Poco? Think you can leave your kingdom and come back to Metropolis with us? Well, of course he's coming back. Can't stay up here on the moon. But, well, but back home, I'm a crook and... Up here, I'm a king. How can I go and leave such a thing? But gee whiz, Poco. Oh, on the other hand, I very much fear. Well, I'd always be unhappy here. Oh, now you're talking. Come on, everybody. Oh, wait. I just remembered. What? Oh, the rocket's busted. How are we going to get home? Yes, my dear, that's true. The moon dwellers and the great winged mammals shot it to pieces. Oh, what luck. We're stuck. But gosh, we can't be. I, now, don't I... worry, Jim. I'll get you home. Not even you can do that, Superman. We can't receive the radar beam, and without it... You'll be lost in space. I don't think so, Professor. You see, once we get around to the other side, I can see the Earth from the moon, just as we can see the moon from the Earth. And since finding my way here by the radar beam, I think I can manage the trip back without it. You three will be safe under my cape. I think we'd better get going. We'll walk to the end of the tunnel and take off through the shaft I blasted to the surface. All right, let's go. Well, look at all the moon dwellers crowding around Poco. I guess they know he's leaving them. Goodbye. Goodbye, my little friends. Sad to think our friendship ends. Be brave, be honest, and be true. Goodbye to every one of you. Walking to the end of the tunnel, Superman wraps his cape about Jimmy, Professor Twiddle, and the almost tearful Poco and gathers them in his arms. Then, waving farewell to the strange little moon creatures, he leaps up through the shaft, circles above the bleak and desolate moon, its mountains and craters gleaming silvery white in the cold night. A quarter of a million miles away, he sees the planet Earth. A round ball hanging in the heavens. And calling on his powerful muscles for all their speed, he streaks away into vast space. Like some meteor torn from its orbit, the Man of Steel flashes through the awesome reaches, whirling and twisting from the stabbing cosmic rays in the depths of space, rocketing on with his precious cargo. And then at last he reaches the orbit of Earth, and veering once more takes his bearings for Metropolis. Downward once more he streaks in a long, gliding angle, and seeing the open roof he seeks, drops through it to land before the astonished Perry White and Gloomy Gus, Professor Twiddle's sad-faced assistant. 
All out. End of the line. Superman. Hi, Mr. White. Jim. Chief, wait till I tell you where we've been. Wait till I tell you a thing or two. Scaring me out of my wits. Scaring your mother and and you, Poco. I've got a thing or two to say to you, too. What's that silly thing on your head? Oh, what do you mean, a silly thing? This is a crown, and I'm a king. I I found you, and you, sir. I suppose you're Professor Twiddle. Professor Timothy T. Twiddle, yes, sir. A, B, M, A, Ph.D., F.R.S.C. You're the crackpot responsible for all this, eh? Crackpot? Whom are you calling a crackpot? I'm calling you one. A rocket trip to the moon. Of all the... That is an insult, sir, and I'll resent it as soon as I have time. Right now, I have a book to write, a most amazing book. The name Twiddle will be the greatest name in science. Thus... Right here, Professor. I told you you'd never make it. Never make it. <laughs> I did make it, you idiot. I did. I... Bless my beard. Here's my notebook. It was down here all the time. Oh, hell, no wonder you couldn't find it on the moon, Professor. On the moon? Now, look here, Olsen. Please, Don't please, no interruptions. I must have perfect quiet. The whole world is waiting breathlessly for my book. Now, begin writing, Gus. I, Timothy T. Twiddle, arrived on the moon in company with my young friend... James and so the adventure on the moon comes to an end, with Professor Timothy T. Twiddle, A.B., M.A., Ph.D., etc., etc., dictating the first chapter of his long-postponed book to Gloomy Gus. One of these fine days, we'll hear from Professor Twiddle again. But right now, unknown to Perry White or Superman, another amazing adventure is on its way. An adventure that will take our friends into the heart of Chinatown. We'll be back in a moment to learn how it begins. But first... Here again is your announcer. You know, gang, from the number of comic buttons I've seen fellows and girls wearing around lately, I'd say that folks are eating a lot of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And I'd say that lots of the kids in the gang have collected all 18 pep comic buttons in this series. In our neighborhood, there's been a real flurry of trading duplicates. And I notice that there's still plenty of excitement when a new pep comic button shows up. It's no wonder because these are just about the best-looking things you ever saw. You won't want to miss out on a single one. And you don't have to. Just ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pep. That's how easy it is to get these exclusive prizes. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But there's a snappy-looking comic button in every package of P-E-P Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. And remember, gang, there'll be big news Next Monday, be sure to listen in. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. The scene is Perry White's office at the Daily Planet. The excitable editor is alone with Clark Kent. And for the last time, Kent, where were you? You haven't been at the office since the day before yesterday. Oh, I was around. Around, around where? Oh, here and there. Don't you give me that here and there business. Well, I want to know where. I'm paying your salary. I have a right to know what you do with your time. Believe me, Chief, it was spent to good advantage. That's not enough. Where were you? Well, now, what would you say if I told you I was on the moon? Huh. I'd say you were as crazy as that uh, Viddle or Friddle or Kittle or... Whittle. Uh, where were you? Now, look, Chief. Huh? That's your phone. I hear it. I hear it. I, I'm not deaf. White speaking. Who? Oh, yes, yes. Put him on. I don't go away, Kent. I'm not through with you. Yes, teacher. And don't think it's a joke. It's about time I... Uh, uh, hello? Uh, hello? Yes. Yes. How are you, doctor? Really? Sorry to hear it. What's that? Well, I don't know. It's pretty late. Uh, won't keep the morning... That important, eh? All right, I'll be right down. Yes, yes, I'll leave immediately. Right. Well, evidently you have something important to do, Chief. I'll see you in the morning. Hey, you come back here. What, Chief? I'll come back, I said. Well, I just heard you say... Never mind what I said. That was Chi Wan. Uh, Who? Dr. Chi Wan, an old friend of mine. Oriental scholar and dealer in art. Remarkable person. Sounds like he might be. Yes, he is. We're driving down to Chinatown to see him. Why? Because he's in trouble, that's why. 
Now get your hat and coat and meet me at the elevator. Did he say what kind of trouble? No. No, but he said enough. He said it was a matter of life and death. And for she warned to say something like that means plenty of trouble. Yes, Mr. White, your Oriental friend, Dr. Chi Wan, is in plenty of trouble. In fact, you're going to be in trouble, too. Gang, don't miss tomorrow's opening episode in this new Superman adventure, The Mystery of the Dragon's Teeth. Every moment of it is exciting, so be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for episode one of The Mystery of the Dragon's Teeth in the Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. Give a hip hip hooray, gang. It's back. For you and me, now there's Kellogg's famous variety. That's the swell variety carton with ten separate generous packages of Kellogg's cereals, including Kellogg's Pep, Rice Krispies, Shredded Wheat, Corn Flakes, Crumples, and 40% Bran Flakes. Each box in Kellogg's variety holds a fresh, crisp, heaping portion. Just help yourself to your favorite kind. Makes breakfast a picnic of fun. So ask Mom to get Kellogg's variety right away. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.